more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's time for the Too Early for a Question question. What can they win this morning, Jack? It's a Mackenzie Porter virtual concert. It's actually happening tomorrow, and she's going to be live from the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville. Which is really cool. Mm-hmm. I have actually been to the Bluebird, and it's a, uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, let's just say it's not a fancy place, but it's legendary. It's just kind of a place where everybody who got their start or everybody who's anybody has performed there. So that'll be a really cool opportunity. Be the very first person to answer the question this morning for your chance to win. Over a third of us say we do this if we're having a hard time falling asleep. Okay? It's something we do when we're having a hard time falling asleep. Do you do it? No. Never done it. Never done it. Mm. But uh, the older I get, the more tempted I am to do it. Okay? Interesting. 780-421-1039. Over a third of us say that uh, if we're having a hard time sleeping, uh, falling asleep, we do this. What is this? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Too early for a question. Question this morning at 780-421-1039. Over a third of us say that uh, we do this when we're having a hard time falling asleep. Drink warm milk. The classic, hey? Yeah. Is that something you do? It is not something I do. Does anybody actually do it, or is this one of those things we talk about? No, you know, that's always one thing I've always wondered. You see in every movie, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, glass of warm milk if you can't sleep. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I do it with the kids. Like, Lily has a big old glass of warm milk before bed. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. And does it work? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might also well, be the sleep trainer. <laughs> I have to try it. <laughs> Hi, did you get an answer yet? What was your guess? Uh, go to the spare bedroom. Ah, get up and just go to another room. Change, change. The, yeah. change the surrounding. Huh? Probably due to your <laughs> yeah. partner. Yeah, usually. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's not going to another room, but thank you very much. Okay, thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Carrie Underwood and Blown Away, Kissing in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 646. Uh, the uh, too early for a question question this morning is simply over a third of people say that they do this if they're having a hard time falling asleep. What do you think it is, Maureen? Um, is it get up and eat? You know what, Maureen? It's actually getting up and eating, having a snack. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Do you know oh, this cool. firsthand? No. You no. don't get up, mix yourself no, up a uh, big plate of spaghetti? Does. Your husband oh. does? Uh, yeah. He's one of those late yeah. night in the fridge guys, eh? Uh, no, it's not the fridge. It's chocolate. Oh. Yeah. Cho- chocolate. You you both have an opportunity to sit down and watch something very special, right, Jack? Right on. Right That's on. right. If you can't sleep tomorrow night, Mackenzie yeah. Porter is going to keep you guys entertained. There you go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. right. We were talking off air, like we do a lot, um, a, a few days ago. And Matt, you're the one that brought this up. Yeah, and uh, Jack really was the one that pointed out. I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting. I uh, When I watch a movie, my wife hates this too. I will spoil it for myself because I don't like how intense it is. Mm-hmm. So like, if it's a comedy, there's a good chance I'm not going to spoil it. If, you're, if we're watching an intense drama, like I watched it. What was the latest one I spoiled for myself? The South Korean movie. Parasite. Parasite. I had to spoil it. I'm like, I can't handle how intense this is. Really? So I will, So you Google it? I will Google it. I will look at the Wikipedia page. I will read the plot, and I'll put my phone down and watch the rest of the movie knowing what happens because it just eases my anxiety. That is weird. It, you and my husband are the exact same, though. He cannot handle... The last movie he did that with was Tenet, 
and he read about it before and was so into it. And he says that he enjoys the movie more because he's not so he's not anticipating what's happening. I will say it. I don't think I'm a big movie guy hmm. for this reason. They give me anxiety. I can't handle the not knowing, not knowing the, the, the you know, the, there's always some sort of conflict in a movie and I just can't handle it. You're going to be surprised that I'm going to bring this up. But Yellowstone, uh, my wife, when we got towards the end of the third uh, third season, mm-hmm. she just she couldn't take it anymore. She started Googling just to prepare herself for how things were going to work out. And I'm like, really? So she's like, she knew exactly what was going to happen. I'm like, why did you do that? You've totally wrecked it for yourself, haven't you? Yeah, just- it's way better not knowing. Yeah. For many things. The, the same thing, right? Like, I won't watch the last episode of a TV series because I don't want it to end, right? It's just like, I need that peace in my mind, that comfort. <laughs> TV and movies are comfort for me. And, like, I want to see these, these amazing movies, okay. right? But I don't want to be biting my nails the entire time. Speaking of Yellowstone, I just got a text from Stacy in the chopper, and she said, oh, my gosh, I did the exact same thing with Yellowstone. I don't want to give away what she looked yeah. up. Yeah. That I couldn't take not knowing what was going to happen. Okay. If All I'm right. not into a show, I don't care. Like, All if right. I'm kind of casually in it, I, whatevs. But still. There you go. Okay, here it is. Uh, the first text in, that's normal, Matt. Uh, they are the weird ones. Uh, 10,000% agree with Matt. Really? Look at all what is going on this week? People yeah. are agreeing with you. I got enough on my mind, COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand the stress and whatever, but I, I thought that's what they, that's why they're created, not to, not to spoiler alert yourself. Yeah, you get to escape. You get to just find out what happens to someone else that okay. you don't have to worry about. All right. So far, the majority of the texts coming in say that Matt is absolutely right, and so is Karen, and so is Bobby. Apparently, uh, you just you gotta get, find out what's going on. I just I don't get it. I, it. Anytime it is spoiled, it just wrecks it for me. I think and it does. It does make it a little less uh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I will say. Like, I'll, like sometimes when I sit through a movie, I'm like, boy, I sure I'm glad I didn't spoil that one. <laughs> All right, seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. Is it weird or what? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay. You know, it's funny. Is it weird or what that Matt and others, uh, apparently, he's not alone. I, I, yeah, I was reminded that my wife does it. Uh, Jack's husband, Bobby, does mm-hmm. it. Where they just can't take the intensity of whatever they're watching on on a, a movie or a television series. So they Google ahead to find out the, the ending so it doesn't uh, just make them, I guess, hyperventilate. Emily texts in and says, it is very weird. I have never heard of this until right now. The suspense is so much better. Is it though? I got anxieties about so many things. I don't need to, you know, I finally get an hour to do something. I don't want anxiety when I'm watching a movie. Then ask, answer me this, boys, but this is for both of you. This text says, I wish I could do this with hockey games. Oh, yes. Would you rather do that? <laughs> no, never, <laughs> never, never. No, like, they're big games, like big games that get so anxious. Like, What about last night? Yeah. Eh, it was. I thought they were going to lose, you know, bad, bad Oiler fan. But then like... Oh look! It all happened so uh, quickly that I, I don't. It, when when I've got a game recorded, you can ask my family. Don't you dare spoil a minute of oh, it, a second true. of it for but me. But like yes. if Team Canada is playing or at the playoffs, like yeah. the, those those games give me such anxiety. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I still, it's that's what it's all about. Get your heart beating, right? Yes, Jack. If someone's in your corner, Matt. They say I also Wikipedia movies and TV shows. 
Okay. Join the club. There's dozens of us. I'm a, I'm on like uh, episode seven of Your Honor uh, with Brian Cranston right now, and it's just it's heating up like crazy. And I can't even imagine knowing the ending before the ending. You like don't want to? It? No, never, never. I would. TV is different. Like TV, I don't do it as much. That's for sure. You're just thinking movies. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. It's something about movies, especially a, a good drama. No thanks. Don't need that in my life. Kyle's bringing the heat. Matt, you're a control freak. Let your mind and imagination go. I don't know if I'm a control freak. Just for movies. Yeah. You're just a freak, right? Yeah, they're just freak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What? What? That boy ain't right. Matt. Yeah. You want to spoil movies so you know the ending before you watch yeah it. movies in particular especially at home i like i got i got lots of stress in my life i sit down for two and a half hours if i get two and a half hours to watch a movie sometimes i just don't need that anxiety of the conflict in the movie so i'll head to wikipedia like oh, okay this is how it gets resolved and then I'll just, <laughs> but isn't it kind of boring because then you just know what's gonna happen oh without a doubt <laughs> <laughs> and like some of my favorite movies are ones that are like so suspenseful yeah and i didn't spoil yeah. So maybe I need to learn a lesson, but still. Yeah. If if you this is morbid, but if you if you could like Google the, the way things were going to end for you, would you do that? Hard no. Okay. No, I, I, are you sure? Movies are a little different than my <laughs> untimely demise. Your mortality. <laughs> yeah, come on. Tia did text in about this, and she said, "Matt, I can understand why you do this. If a show is causing me too much stress or anxiety." I just end up shutting it off. Though now, I might consider just looking up the ending. Okay. So you are showing people the way. This is the way. Follow me, children. <laughs> Jolene. I have to say, I was dating a guy that uh, would no longer together, but he would watch trailers upon trailers and dig and dig and find out about the movie before he even saw the flipping movie. I had a friend and- who uh, once... Looked up the script for a movie he he was Come so on. No. Yeah. I Like the whole thing about, you know, like, the, I don't know. I, I can't. Like, I want to go to a movie to flip and enjoy a movie. You pay 20 some odd dollars for one movie. No yeah. popcorn. Yeah. And the show's same thing. Don't text me. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. It's about it. Don't text me. Let me watch the flipping show. Even if it's a week later. I'm not going to look it up. Let me just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine knowing the ending. I don't think I'd want to watch it if I knew the ending, right? No. And there's no more surprises anymore in this world. And that's the sad part about life. So. Yeah. To be fair, I won't spoil it if I'm at the movie theater. I need like the group. Anxiety makes me feel a little better. I, I I wish you would, though. In a movie theater, you'd stand up like three quarters of the way through and say, hey, everybody, I just got to tell you how this ends. Yeah. If you're upset, don't be. <laughs> That's how oh, yeah. Jack throws her nachos on me. Oh, and the cheese. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so the Scotties, the Tournament of Hearts, the curling is on right now from Calgary. And it's on TSN, and there are three... Uh, I guess uh, th- three g- kind of games or three matches a, a, a day. And uh, my wife is all over this. She does not watch any television at all, but she loves curling. And uh, she, she calls her mom after and they talk about it. It's kind of adorable in a way. It's just like, you know, but there's more gossip. It's kind of like they like the gossip behind the game more <laughs> the than behind they, the scenes. Her of mom what's happening? in particular. Yeah, exactly. You yes. think the Bachelor's got gossip? I don't know. They're, They're not seen... talking about the double run back. In the no, 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 well, no. Maybe they are. Just... <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean. All right. Anyway, uh, 
my wife is uh, not 50 yet, and, uh, and not that curling is a, an older sport, but certainly it, it, the seniors love watching it on television more than right. the, the, the younger people do. So our question this morning and right now is, what is the thing that you do that is much older than you? Like my wife, for example, just watching curling. I don't know. Jack, do you got something? I do, and I think it's it's definitely increased since the pandemic, but that's playing crib. I love it. You love playing crib? I love crib. And it takes me a long time. I'm not a full-on granny yet. I'm yeah. not a fast counter. It okay. takes me still a while. But I love a good game of crib. Huh. I've been taught how to play crib 15 times and forgot instantly. I yeah. forget every year, but then, <laughs> <laughs> then you just relearn. It's like a camping thing. You used to play with my grandpa. I just know you don't want to get skunked. That's, that, yeah, that is it. that's but bad. There's a line. 15-2, 15-4. You got anything, Matt, that you like to do that's... Uh... I'm so hip and with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As a millennial, I don't know if there's anything that I do that's too old, in quotations. Well, you were crocheting for a while. That's true. Oh, yeah, that was like a week. <laughs> I dropped that like a bad habit, though. And then I picked up knitting. And I also picked up... Uh, Magic. Twisting balloon animals. Dropped those. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm a classic millennial, and I just lose interest quick. <laughs> All right. What about you? Is there something that you do that's uh, uh, much older than you, typically? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about those things that you do that are older than you. For example, Jack. Oh, we got lots of old young people in our community here. There's uh, This text says, I am 25, and I go to bed at 9 o'clock. Hashtag grandma status. Do you have? kids because if you have kids i get it if not stay up <laughs> enjoy your hours while you got them exactly. <laughs> live your life <laughs> all right this text says i watch days of our lives yeah see i wondered if there was young people that watch soap operas yeah monica texts in and says i'm 23 and i've had to go for cortisone shots in my back my grandpa also goes for them but he's 81 it sounds like you're on the 310 to back surgery city ouch and I do word puzzle books as this text. You know the ones that our grandmas used to do? I also drink hot water, and I'm only 36. It's like when it, uh, you're <laughs> going through the checkout at the grocery store, and you see those things. Like, who buys that? You see somebody who's 30. Yeah, word search. Like, What's going on? <laughs> word search. Hey, it's always good to challenge your brain, right? All right, what about you? I just wanted to say that I'm 55. I'm a grandma. But the best thing about being this age is that nothing is too old and nothing is too young. I can still do anything. Thing that I want to do, yeah. and it's not considered too old for me, but I can still do things that are not considered too young for me. Okay. I can test that theory. When COVID's done, <laughs> you want to get up and dance on the bar? Absolutely. No. Why geez. not? <laughs> you are pretty hip. And yeah. I mean, who's going to well, tell you no? Exactly. Not, not that 18-year-old bartender. Don't listen. No. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. Hey, buddy. How are you? Not too bad. Do aches and pains count? <laughs> Ooh. Got a couple I got the of those. Veins of a ninety-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, BJ, you can relate to this. You know, you're getting older when you start to make sounds when you either sit or stand up. I've been doing that for forty years. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? Every time I look up, whether it's on global. Edmonton or any other TV channel for that matter, it's like there's two things that you'll see. You'll either see somebody getting tested with the nasal test for COVID-19 or you'll see somebody getting the vaccine, which is awesome, um, with, <laughs> with the needle. I mean, uh, it's awesome what's happening. But I'm going to ask the question this morning, would you rather see on television or live in person a person getting a nasal test 
for COVID or getting the vaccine? Like, which one can you stomach more? I'm not a huge fan of needles. I'm not saying that I'd just love to see it, but there's no question in my mind I would rather see somebody get a seven-foot needle put in their arm with the vaccine than see that thing going up the nostril. And for years, it was TV code. Never show needles on TV. It makes people uncomfortable. You know, when you're talking about flu shots or talking about giving blood, just reference it, but don't actually show the needle going in. Now, it's all out the window. Pre-COVID, if I saw a needle, I'd be like, ooh, turn this off. Right. Okay. Nowadays, whatever. I'm a battle-hardened needle guy. You, 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 you <laughs> seeing it live, seeing it on television, no. you, you would choose the needle? Uh-uh. But I'd much rather see the nose swab. You would. Why? Eh? Oh, my gosh. Doesn't it make you uncomfortable? No way. It's not like a long, thin needle going into somebody's arm. Like, ah, oh, no thanks. That nose swab could be eight feet long, and they could be tuckling, tickling their stomach. <laughs> I don't want to see it. The needle. Uh, the swab is way easier. Nobody's getting, like, pinched. I don't like that pinch. Mm-mm. I feel like I associate the needle with more hope, so maybe that's why I'd like <laughs> oh. to see it. <laughs> the, the, the more swab hope is than sadness. despair. Okay, yeah. okay, so, Jack, you're like me. You'd rather see the needle. You can, I cannot. As soon as I, I mean, I have to look away. I cannot watch somebody getting the nose test. Hey, I can't. both Jack and I have got it. Yeah. yeah. And I it's know. actually not that bad. Yeah. Eh, it's not great. No. <laughs> no one goes for fun. <laughs> true. Very true. But yeah, I would. I'd, I'd rather see the needle, I think. Okay. What about you? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Would you rather watch somebody get the nose or get the needle? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather witness, whether it's on television or live, but it's it's on TV, it's like every time you look up, you see somebody either getting the vaccine, which is getting the needle in the arm, or getting the, the nasal test, the, the nose test for COVID-19. And Jack and I both say we would rather watch the needle and not needles. The, not that we're fans i'm not a fan like i don't love i don't get off watching people <laughs> I get still needles. have to get freezing every time i have a needle <laughs> right but it's that nasal one watching somebody get the nasal it's just like i cannot it's it's one of the toughest things for me to to witness not matt, a fan of brain tickles no matt on the other hand he's like yeah no problem needles are oh man Ooh, i can't get the heebie-jeebies <laughs> i once watched myself get a needle then i puked all over the dock <laughs> i can't do it well, I, the swab is is like less intrusive as much as it is very intrusive <laughs> what do you say because no, like th- like the needle is just scary needles are scary man you, you <laughs> see it in like movies and stuff some guy's got a syringe full of green goo he's gonna stick in somebody just a nose swab. Just go, you watching like Ghostbusters? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I love Ghostbusters. And who, are you gonna, who are you going to call? This text says, no swab, definitely. Get the needles off of the news. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of needles. I can't see them go in, but I would watch all of them when it comes to the vaccine over the swab test, says Agnes. Yes. And a nurse t- uh, chimed in and she says, neither. I would rather see the needle, I guess, if I had to choose. If your nurse is going green, putting in your IV, <laughs> <laughs> that's a little nerve wracking. I don't know how they do it. I really don't know. But uh, yeah, anyway. Oh, Chris, what happens if somebody asked you to, uh, you know, Chris, we taught you the technique and you have to give needles. Could you do it? Way more than the nasal thing. I could not do that to somebody. I would just be so. Ooh, I wouldn't want Chris's sausagey fingers giving me a nasal swab. <laughs> He'd miss, poke me in the eye with it, and put it down my nose. <laughs> I'd just be shaking, coming towards you. <laughs> oh, no. Here comes I'm the sure airplane. we got something on there. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, the question was basically just over a third of people do this when they have a hard time going to sleep. And the answer was. 
getting a snack. Have you guys ever gotten up and had a snack? Five million percent, and it's the best. You have? Really? <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, how, how, like, are we talking you're asleep and then you go get a snack? Yeah. Like, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you can't get back to sleep. Having a snack in the middle of the night seems, like, so bad. <laughs> it's so good. I only th- I thought this was the only thing in TV and movies. No, it's so good. I Sometimes I have popcorn. You make popcorn? Uh, no, well, like we have smart food, oh, white okay, cheddar popcorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. It's not like, oh, time to get the popcorn maker. <laughs> no, I'm not that committed. <laughs> the rest of the family loves that. I'm just pop, not hungry pop, in the pop, middle pop. of the night. I couldn't eat for like 12 hours. I'm still just not hungry when that's, I wake up. Yeah, that's the only time I'm not hungry is when I'm sleeping. Exactly. Right? As soon as I wake up, I'm starving. You right? guys don't know what you're missing, and okay. it does help. Please right. don't tell us to eat more. We need to eat less. <laughs> I was going to say, if you were looking at the three of us and you had to guess which ones got up and ate at the middle of the night, I think that uh, uh, we would be the obvious choices for that. Donna, what was your guess this morning? Well, I have a lot of friends that go for a drive. I think it's absurd, but um, yeah, I know people that do that. They actually get up, put clothes on or whatever. Or maybe you could drive, maybe in, not. You could drive in your jammies, I guess. Yeah. It's the thing you do. I don't have trouble sleeping ever. I put my head down and I'm out. I have more trouble staying awake. <laughs> I feel that. Yep. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Very important day. We're wearing our, probably wearing our pink shirts on this pink shirt day. A bullying ends here. Tad uh, Millman is with us, actually. And uh, Tad, your organization is uh, here to help people on this very, very important day. And really every day of the year. What, what do we need to know on pink shirt day when it comes to anti-bullying? Well, from my experience of, you know, nine years of being out there on the front lines when it comes to bullying, I'm finding a lot is that when we think of what bullying is, there's three mandatory key components. So we have the repetition, we have the uh, imbalance of power, and we have the intent. And the first piece there is the one that I find a lot of people are missing, and that's the repetition. So if, if, if it has, in fact, reached a level of being called bullying, then, in fact, it's been going on for quite some time. So I think there's there's room for improvement to monitor what's going on so we can catch these incidents long before it's repetitive and, and classified as bullying. But in fact, when it's just mean or cruel or, you know, um, uh, improper behaviors. And that makes sense. And, and for sure, I mean, what it, the, the goal of today is just awareness, right? It is. It's it's to make sure that that everyone's aware and and when we have a, a special day such as this, I mean, you know, great folks such as yourselves are helping spread the awareness, spread the understanding of what bullying is and isn't, um, and and finding those ways that we can all move forward together with with um, you know the techniques, the the eyes to see what's taking place, and and how to go forward to uh, to help our youngsters navigate the the world as it is today. What can we do today? Obviously, wear a pink shirt. Yeah, pink shirts are great starts, but we have to remember what the day is all about. And the day is meant to start a conversation that is meant to last for the entire year. So wearing a pink shirt, I mean, today and quite frankly, every day as as I do, it's, it just makes the awareness there for young people that may be struggling, that may have challenges to know that, you know, there is the awareness, there is support around, there are people that want to help, but the first step and arguably the most difficult is the, the reaching out and getting that help, being brave and courageous and saying, I need help. And I think that's where a day like today really comes into play to let young people and adults, because let's not kid ourselves, bullying does take place amongst adults as well. But with the primary focus on, on students is, is bringing awareness that who's available to help and, and we do want to help. That's the most important thing. If there's a young person listening right now who's being bullied and doesn't know where to start, there are so many different ways and, and people that you can reach out to uh, that are going to have your back. Right? Absolutely.
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it dinner? <laughs> is it dinner time? Yay! <laughs> Here we go. Okay. You guys are looking at me. I guess it's my turn. Yeah. Okay. You get to tell us what you've been having for dinner. A giant pickle. How big are we talking? Give us a, get to scale of what? Well, yeah. Dude, that's pretty this small. This is in radio, Chris. <laughs> He's using his fingers. <laughs> I mean, you know, it could it could it be a bigger pickle? Yes, but it's it's, it's your pickle. Are and we you talking love it. about like a cucumber size? I mean, really, they are cucumbers, but... <laughs> like, <laughs> I think he's talking about about a five-inch p- pickle. A five-inch pickle. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> a five-inch pickle. Yeah. If you say so. That's exactly the size of it. And and anyway, why do, what do you guys... What's wrong with you? Oh, you, you started it. <laughs> oh, no, I asked. <laughs> Carry on, Mr. Pickle. Cut that giant pickle in half right down the middle. Okay. Then you get yourself a, a, a block of cheddar cheese, and you cut yourself a, 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 a nice slice of, of, of cheese from that block, probably about a quarter of an inch thick. That's the thick cheese. Yep. Mm-hmm. You put that cheese between the two pieces of the pickle and use the pickle pieces just like bread. Like It's like they're your bread slices, and the cheese is in the middle, and you chomp that sucker down, and then you ask yourself a question after you're done. Is it dinner? How many do you have? Two. That's not dinner. If you had three or four, I, I'd almost consider dinner, but two's not enough. And people are going to be like, well, you ate it at dinner, so it's dinner. Remember, <laughs> just because he had it at supper time, at the, that's what they call it at the farm. That's what we call it at the farm, it, supper. It doesn't mean that it's dinner. To, it, like I don't think there's enough there, not enough substance. No way. This sounds huge. Oh. I can just imagine these pickles, and I know you're cutting your cheddar thick. pickles itself like not a lot of calories right that you get all the calories five calories five calories yeah Yeah. full salt yeah (laughs) yeah there's a lot of water in there yeah yeah like cheese and cucumber if you had that no it sounds like a dream i love this dinner i like pickles and cheese too it sounds delicious it's like it's a a, a snack it is a go-to for a ukrainian household really i mean if you put uh, a little piece of stanichis in the middle but then of course it's dinner oh yeah you had your protein sure okay this text just came in it's not dinner but it's definitely delicious okay and i like that first text what is with you guys having pickles for dinner It's like all we have is all we ever talk about is pickles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're pretty pickle friendly here. Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. You can also text us at one zero three nine three nine. Is it dinner? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Is it dinner? Is it dinner? A giant pickle cut in half with a, a nice slice of cheese in the middle of it. And eat a couple of those and uh, call it a day. What do you think? At Amanda, uh, 103939. Amanda in North Edmonton texts in and says, I would make it dinner, but I guess it depends on if you normally eat a lot or just a little bit for supper. Also, I love pickles and cheese. Hey, uh, hard and fast rule, you're having less than 200 calories, it ain't dinner. Right. You had less than 200 calories unless you ate half that block of cheese. Hmm. Christy nope. says, sure, if that's all you're hungry for. Last night I ate half a bell pepper for dinner. Christy, I hate to bring it to you. That's not dinner either. <laughs> Matt is the dinner police. I why why stuff to... yourself? If you're full, you're full. Yeah. Says the former model. <laughs> <laughs> I eat all the paper I want. Hey. <laughs> no, you're good now. Different colors have different flavors. Uh, <laughs> oh, construction paper is the dessert. <laughs> I like the fact that every week seaweed has to come in. Chris, oh. add seaweed and then it would qualify. 
I like this text, but they were big pickles and there was cheese. So if he had two grilled cheese, that would be supper. It's the same thing. No grilled cheese has bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Right? A uh, slice of bread is about 100 calories. So that like, clearly extends it into the supper category. And now people are getting very picky about your pickles. They're saying they should be homemade. That's true. You know, there's a salesperson here that makes wonderful pickles, Chris. Really? There is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You'll just have to pass their name over. What's <laughs> Jill's right Dills. They're in the back. I, I'm blanking on her name, and I feel like a horrible person. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the sales staff in ever, ever. And they're called Jill's Dills? Yeah, but it's like her sister-in-law or, or daughter-in-law or something, and she helps do it. Why can't I think of it? It's a person you've worked with for a long time, and <laughs> yes, you can't years, think of it. a decade. Name? A decade now. Oh. Let's Dan- keep drawing Danielle? attention no, to it. No. Lisa? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisa. I'm sorry, Lisa. <laughs> Well, your pickles are quite memorable, obviously. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.